Howdy Partners, and welcome to another episode of the Howdy Partners podcast, where we are going to be talking about hiring today, the skills, and also how you can make hiring a bit easier for yourself, both in the resources and how you can potentially hire internally as well. And you'll walk away with some tactical tips on this episode. And this is going to be a shorter one, so we might go a bit quick, but uh, I think it will be a good one. So hiring. Ben, I would love to start with you and your experiences with this. When you were considering hiring for positions in your previous roles, what were some of the first things that you thought about when it came to finding the people and the skills as well? Yeah, I think it's a, uh, a good question. And um, I think it comes back to one of the points you mentioned in the introduction. And in both roles I've been in where I've, I've led partnership teams, some of my first hires have actually been internal hires. And the reason that I opt for internal hires, if there's appetite and I think they have the skill set available, is that they come in already kind of being onboarded. And what I mean by that is like they know the, the product that you're selling intimately. They probably know a little bit about the ecosystem that you've built. They've had, in some circumstances, either been on the marketing team or the sales teams. They've had experience actually working directly with partners as well. Um, and when you think about a traditional onboarding cycle, I think the statistic is people aren't fully onboarded until month nine in a new role. And if you think about how long a period that is, like, do I have confidence in myself that I can teach somebody how to be a good partner manager in under nine months? I would say, absolutely, I can do that. And so for me, it's kind of that risk reward of people with maybe less partnership experience, but more internal business experience, which one can I get optimized and up to speed the fastest? And so, um, in short answer, I, I do always opt for an internal candidate if I can get an internal candidate, um, because like I said, in certain roles, there's 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 definite benefit there. And uh, so for the internal roles, we'll dive into some of the strengths of the, the ones that um, we'll be covering. But Tom, would you rather hire an account executive or a customer success manager to become a partner manager? What's your initial oh, reaction? Man, I'm going to get a lot of flack <laughs> for this. It it it's really going to depend on their experience. Um, I agree with Ben. I'd rather hire internally, just based on their hopeful uh, intellectual property that they have. Um, to me, CX is probably what I would lean towards because it's partnerships and just like take the partnership manager role to, for example, like it's much more relationship driven um and and long term and value like cx to me right this is opinionated they know the product and uh, being able to like help manage and uh project manage and scale priorities whereas once again myself from an ae perspective you have no problem like building relationships from like the ground up but how you start to plan and effectively uh, uh, scale beyond that is much less in your control. So good question. Um, I would hire for a partner manager role, a CX professional, uh, and hopefully I can help, or hopefully we can help train them up in some of those intangible pieces. It, and, and I would plus one that answer, funnily enough. And again, we're going to get a ton of slack, I'm, uh, slack, I'm sure, from, from bringing it. But what I would say is just to just to carry on Tom's answer is they get the um, the total value. And what I mean by that is like A is very good at, at, at growing an initial relationship, making the sale and then dropping off an account. 
if you think about CS and CX, their whole role is to make sure that the customer gets value out of the product throughout the life cycle. And in a very similar way, like with partners, you sign a partner, great, right? That's just the starting point. And so being able to provide value for a long period of time is, is paramount. And I think there's definite kind of crossover with, with how um, CSMs and CX uh, deal, with, deal with customers. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with those points. And it's probably often slept on to look at the customer success side of hiring uh, when it comes to getting someone in for being a partner manager. Uh, from my experience and exposure, most of the partner managers have a sales background. And I would say that I'm going to be the contrary one here. I would say that an account executive would be a better hire. Uh, marginally better, but a better hire just because they're focused on funnel development and forecasting and the focus on revenue. Not that CSMs are not focused on that or not capable of that, but I think it's just the world of an account executive to really understand how they can drive revenue and um, even the different stages of the sales cycle. I think there may be some friction for a CSM, um, but those are also coachable things. So I think the more valuable hire in the long run is probably the CSM because they would manage the relationship and be able to run those projects and really have that robust um, emotional understanding of, of the relationship. And then on the account executive side, uh, there are the benefits, but I would say it may be they may be too used to the short-term relationships and that may trip them up a bit in the partner management side of things. And so let's say I'm an organization and I don't necessarily have well, as much quick, budget. Quick, 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 quick yep. contrary point next to your contrary Jump point. Jump in. I think, let's do it. Um, one, one pushback or one question I'd ask you is like, an AE is very... I hate to use the word coin operated, but you always hear about sales reps being coin operated. They care about closing deals, getting revenue. What do you think are the risks of having an A in a role where a deal might not come for nine months, for a year, for over a year, right? Like, are there any risks you see there from like having an A in a partner role where the sales cycles are like far elongated than anything they've ever, they've ever been used to? I would uh, I would say there would be a learning process and it could potentially trip them up and it may spark some some bad habits, but I think it's it's something that they'll just have to learn. And my this is becoming a debate. My <laughs> my rebuttal to that would be um a CSM may not even have an idea of like, should I apply pressure? Should I, you know, lean in? Should I, you know, how does this affect my forecasting? Like they generally would operate on, you know, more of an annual renewal side of things. And so um, I, yeah, I would say there's pros and cons to both. And to answer your question directly, it would probably trip them up and they'd have to unlearn some of those things, but there are definitely the auxiliary pieces of knowledge that I think would supplement um okay, so this is a challenge. It didn't come quick enough. Now what do I do? You know, yeah. well, I have those forecasting elements. I have the uh, ability to persuade. I have the ability to, you know, it's like, kind of like an objection. I can navigate through the, uh, the situation or the conversation uh, with different skills. So yeah, I would say- It's, it's interesting. Top think, there. Tom, you come from a sales background, right? Prior to being partnerships? Mm, no, not really. No. Yeah, because I, I was pure CSM, so I've always got a, a sweet spot for uh, for customer success. So I think I'm maybe. I do too. <laughs> I do too, and it, but you can see the blend that you need, and yeah. and that middle ground is is exactly what we're talking about, where it's 
that's what you train on. That's what you help curb. That's what you help change. Like if you're an AE, great. If you're deal oriented, great. Let's, let's switch that habit versus CSM where you need to be a little bit more like under uh, in, in the know of like where the deals are going. Let's, let's build that. Cool. Yeah. That was a, that was a great question. Will. great question. Yeah. So going off of that, I'm curious your thoughts on, okay, if I am a partner team and I'm running a bit more lean and I may need to hire someone more junior, uh, what are your thoughts on someone who is an SDR or BDR getting into the partner management role? Uh, pros, cons, things to be aware of. Is it a good place to, to look to hire uh, internally? What are your thoughts? And so what, so I think I'd answer this with, with maybe a bit of nuance to it based on like, what are you trying to accomplish in your partner program? And like, if I'm looking at a brand new program where one of my key goals is like, I've really nailed my IPP and I just need to go and recruit new partners, right? Like that is the number one goal that we've got at the moment is to recruit new partners. Then great. Like they're probably the best person to go out and do that because they've got iron constitutions. They use people saying no, they know how to cold call all that kind of stuff, which your traditional partner manager probably isn't um, coherent at. The, the worry I'd have is that as you start to get into like the more strategic partnership motions, or you're now at a stage of like, okay, we've signed partners and we now need to grow revenue because they're more junior in their career. And it goes back to your point earlier, actually around our CSMs aware of like sales cycles and when to push and stuff like that. I've, I've actually seen BDRs be too pushy with partners and because they're very used to like not taking no for an answer and and that can actually be very unappealing to partners. Um, that's just based on my experience. And so I think my answer would be in certain circumstances, they're great, especially if you want a hunter that's going to go out, sign partners, phenomenal, right? But like, I think my answer would be they're good in in certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's funny. That's like what we're hiring for right now because we need to acquire partners. So it, it to me, it's, I don't, I don't necessarily care where we're hiring from like if it's to hire for a bdr role or like to hire into like a partner manager it's it's going to be much more about like can is this person adaptable to like and eager to learn the skill sets that are are necessary and that's really hard to do and we've talked about this so many times before there's no major in college right now for like strategic partnerships so you're going to start you're going to start thinking about like Am I, am I starting in sales? Am I starting in CX? Like for me, it was like all about being an account strategist for a digital marketing agency. But as, over time you learn skill sets that allow you to step into a role, whether you're just trying to get into an organization. So you start as a BDR, then you raise your hand and you're like, you know, listen, I've got experience in developing relationships. I don't need to be too pushy. Like it's all about where the end game is or where it leads to. Um, I, Man, that's tough. Like BDR, we've, and Will, you and I have seen it. I feel like we've had employer colleagues in the past that have started on the SDR BDR side and then come into a partner manager role and been, been amazing because they're open and willing to say like, listen, this is exciting. This is a new challenge. Like I am very capable of, of being open and a uh, sponge to learn what it takes to manage partners versus, you know, cold calling and what it takes to like manage deals to hand over to an AE. So that's it. That's actually a phenomenal point, Tom. Like, I didn't even think about that. It's like, imagine you have a BDR who's younger in their career, 
their appetite to learn is going to be and change their ways and, and yeah. adapt new skills is going to be far higher than like a seasoned grizzled account executive who's been in SaaS for 15 years, right? Like yep. it's going to be a lot more difficult to be like, actually, no, you need to do things this way. So I think that's a spot on point. Like maybe that's kind of changed my opinion a little bit because they are more moldable and willing to learn different, different skills. Nice. And then I guess if you are looking internally and there's, you know, multiple BDRs or SDRs to, to pick from, then I feel Tom, from our experience, there's, one, people who will kind of raise their hand to do this kind of thing. So that kind of initiates the fact that they are willing to learn and change and yep. branch into more of a strategic role. But then two, you can usually understand that they're pretty relationship focused versus, you know, the cold caller who's, you know, blasting the phones all day and, you know, probably performing well enough, but um, you probably wouldn't want to choose them. You'd want to choose the one that's a bit more personable and kind of stands out on the relationship yeah. side of things. And so I think if you do have multiple BDRs or SDRs to choose from, you'd probably have a good feel for that anyways. And then, um, yeah, have a conversation with them to see if they're interested in that kind of strategic role. Um, so in the last couple of minutes, what are your thoughts on, let's say the number one skill or personality traits, um, I know there's different things, but skill or personality trait that you would want to hire for in anyone, whether it's an internal hire or if it's externally, what's that one thing that you're thinking, this needs to be a part of this person's skill set or personality for them to be a good fit for partner management? Tom, you want to go first? Or yeah, I'll go. I, I think it just goes back to your ability to like cultivate relationships because whether whether it's like partner relationships and more the external focus like how can you carry yourself um how can you like drive and scale forward but you know, like we've seen it more importantly like you need to have and establish those internal relationships with marketing with cx with sales there's so much on the line so actually as i think about it i might revert back i think relationships uh and how you carry yourself is really important but having more of that like project management brain hmm. to be able to quarterback initiatives forward is really important. So talk about maybe the soft skills of being a people person or, or very, um, uh, ex, uh, uh, oh my gosh, being external focused versus like internal. Uh, mm -hmm. and then on top of that is like, how do you manage? How do you organize? Like, how do you like build towards you go? Ben, I, what do you think? I would say like the key skill I look for is somebody that's like, entrepreneurial or like innovative yeah. because partnerships is this thing where there's principles that you can apply but ultimately like you have to figure, figure things out with your partners and so for me if somebody can show that they've like redesigned a process or taken a problem and and got around it and figured something out like realistically me as a as a director of partnerships i can give people direction and things i'd like them to do but it's going to be up to them to figure things out because all partners are different as we, as we know. So for me, like if I'm hiring a partner manager, somebody that is, that is entrepreneurial and is willing to run their book of business, like their own business for me is like, I'd say number one, um, above everything else. Nice. I was going to give my opinion, but you both said the two things that I was thinking of. So we are clearly aligned. 
Um, well, we're going to wrap up this episode. And if you are hiring, reach out to us. We probably know some people that are either looking for a role or we can always amplify your posting and uh, partnership leaders also has a job board. Any other resources, guys, that you think um, would be useful for anyone, job boards? Start, start, uh, start building, building network on, on LinkedIn as well, right? Like just final tip, just in terms of you're searching for a job, don't apply via like a normal job site, go directly to the hiring manager, VP of partnerships, whoever asked to talk about the role, go in that route. I would say for everyone, don't get caught in like ATS systems because you'll never even get an interview. So that would be his final tip for, for anyone. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Howdy Partners. We will see you on the next one. Cheers. Cheers.